When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Introducing the new Starbucks Pistachio Cream Cold Brew. Silky Pistachio Cream Cold Foam tops our bold, smooth, cold brew for a delicious twist on a favorite winter flavor. Make today a good day. Order ahead on the Starbucks app. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I am your host, Joe Quazala. I know too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And with me via Zoom video chat for the second quarantine episode is my co-host, Kristen Stuttered. C. S. Me. S. Me. No? Are you doing any like Duolingo, that kind of stuff? Oh, yeah. I'm in Spanish class right now. My friend, like. Right now? Kristen, you got to be. Currently, you're my teacher. Eres maestro. I poppy. Well, last week we had our first playlist episode, which is how we are approaching this quarantine. Uh, with the podcast where we are sharing a playlist that has thematically appropriate songs from each class of the Rock Hall. We did 2020 last week, and this week we are going to do 2019, the ceremony from last year, the one that you and I attended. Okay, let me see if I can remember everyone who was in it. I would be (laughs) I mean, I know we were there, Mm -hmm. so I'm sure that I can. It ended with Dev Leppard, The Cure, Roxy Music, Radiohead, Janet Jackson, Stevie Nicks, and The Zombies. There you go. That was great. I nailed it. Quicker than I, I thought it was going to be. I did a good job. Well, I was picturing the ceremony. <laughs> yeah, right. You were literally there watching many of them <laughs> perform. Now in my head, I'm like, what, what are these songs going to be? Now, as oh, you I'm might, excited. Right. So this is a good class. It is a good class. Good <laughs> songs. Last week, most of the songs on the playlist were kind of deep cuts, like songs that uh, maybe all of them were songs that you had not heard before. I don't think I had heard a single one. I don't You're think right. you had heard any of them. So th- this week, we actually are going to have some songs that you have definitely heard before and that our listeners has pro- have probably heard before. Our new tradition is we are going to play the songs in full. And also, you and I are going to listen to the full song as well. We are not just going to drop the song in and post. You and I are actually going to listen to it and then respond to it when we're done. That's how we're doing this. If you and that's the it, format. Let us know. <laughs> but we've gotten, we've gotten really best. nice feedback. People have been really nice. The best we could come up with, and uh, you know, we are going to have to fill a lot of time because the ceremony has been delayed until November. So we have many, many weeks. All right, so Joe, why don't we go ahead? take me on this journey. Uh, Is it telling us a Corrin story again? I think somewhat, somewhat I try to order these songs in a way that uh, tells a little bit of a story. So why don't we start with the concept of social distancing, keeping your distance from people, right? So when I'm, I don't know about you, I've been walking around my neighborhood. When someone is also on the sidewalk, I walk into the street. 
because you're supposed to. They're saying at least six feet of distance. So you're saying that you're taking it to the streets. Are you playing take? (laughs) That's not. That's that's 2020. We're in 2019. Okay. What I'm saying, Kristen, is that if someone gets too close to me, I need them to give me a little bit of distance. So we are going to listen to the distance by Cake. No. From 2019 inductee Stevie Nicks, (laughs) and it's a song called "Stand Back." Stand back.
That was Stand Back from Stevie Nicks off of her 1983 studio album, The Wild Heart, which was her second album as a solo artist. That was the lead single from that album, and it went all the way to number five on the charts. One little fun little fact about this song is that she came up with it while listening to Little Red Corvette by Prince, which you can hear the similarity especially in the synth sounds she was listening to little red corvette and started singing a new melody over it and it was stand back and then she felt a little guilty so she called prince to be like hey i kind of wrote a new song over your song and he was like i'll come over and i'll play synth on it and so then he's uncredited but he's playing on the track so they were just like pals i guess so he he must have liked her because if he didn't he'd probably be like fuck off no yeah i mean that makes sense that they would that they would have a vibe. Here's the other thing about a Stevie Nicks song like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this song is about. I don't know at all. I'm reading the lyrics right now and uh-huh. I'm like, okay, so it, has he been coming on too strong and needs to stand back? It sounds like he took your heart and now he needs to stand back, but he's in the yeah. middle. She's in her room. In the middle of my room. <laughs> It, but also she's mad that she didn't hear from him, it sounds like. And yeah. then it's okay to be standing in the line, I would cry. I, I'm very confused by, I, I mean, it's just like a song that you do not even listen to the lyrics to at all. Like No, you're I just kind of grooving to the 80s uh, like, sounds. Well, yeah. yeah. It's a vibe, if you will. But maybe someone knows what it means and I'm dumb, but I'm looking at these lyrics and I know that she's like, a poet (laughs) you know it's like almost everything in the lyrics kind of line up except for the word stand back stand back is where it then like it it feels in opposition to what she's saying which is just like i didn't hear from you i couldn't get your attention yeah then saying stand back maybe it's like her it's a dichotomy of what she wants to be saying of like how she feels and what she's saying Maybe she's saying stand back, but what she really means is I'm hurt. Yeah. And someone. <laughs> Whoa. Needs, yeah. Perhaps she's more poetic. Maybe we're, we're just not on her level. Yeah. I, that's what I'm feeling like. Uh-oh. Stevie left me in the dust with this one. We also watched the music video for this, which has some delightful 80s street dancing right which it doesn't it, that that's like a reveal because it starts off with some yeah. typical stevie nicks like she's a witch she's twirling around there's some uh soft filter she's with a guy and you're like okay yeah i thought it was nowhere. gonna be just that like soft focused like for the first 35 40 seconds something like that mm-hmm. it is it's just a lot of shawls and scarves and wind and then and then dancers with literally like street <laughs> street tough clothes yeah but like very much commercial street tough clothes very much what they would put in an 80s movie for like quote unquote a gang of Mm -hmm. you know a gang of street toughs comes out and it's just like a bunch of clean cut kids in ripped jeans (laughs) they are doing choreography full out is how i would describe it they Mm -hmm. are they're really going for it almost to a ballet degree very much. They do ballet at a certain point. They're they, like pirouetting and they do a, a close up on ballet slippered feet and then cut to someone spinning a bunch. <laughs> uh, so that is kind of an obvious 
quarantine song. Let's keep it going with some more kind of social distancing songs. Next up, we are going to do a song from Roxy Music, and it's called The Space Between.
That was The Space Between from Roxy Music off of their eighth and final studio album, 1982's Avalon. That is the second track on Avalon in between More Than This and the title track Avalon. So I have a feeling that's a song a lot of people heard as they were trying to hear the two big tracks on the album because it is it does fill the space between those two songs those two songs it's a song that i definitely understood what it was about <laughs> pretty <laughs> clear not, not cryptic space between close it up gotta close it up tonight that's pretty um, much all he says in the entire song yeah it had very talking headsy tom tom clubsy vibes yeah absolutely the, the chunky bass line, I was feeling that from it. But it was interesting because uh, I like the Talking Heads. Uh, no, oh, did you not like I, the song? I, no, I liked it. I, well, that's what I mean. I, I don't mean it like that. I liked the song. It was just like fine. It reminded me of songs that I don't love as much by the Talking Heads. I was like, oh, yeah, this is like a fine track. song. It's an album track. That time in the 80s when everybody was trying to have kind of a world music feel. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I know what you mean. It, that just, this feels just so indicative of that, of that time. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't hate it. It's just like all the white people were really doing it. A lot of colonial uh, Appropriation. music happening. Yeah. You know? uh, it's a fun track. It, like, it feels like it's the type of track that contributes to the mood of the entire album, you know, as, as yeah. one piece, as opposed to the songs that exist more yeah. as like songs, singles. And you can feel it very much as like a precursor to like a Duran Duran type of. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like very much you can feel that kind of like oh okay i can sense the wolf is getting a little bit hungry (laughs) (laughs) it's been some time since he's eaten and hunger is setting in well we've had two two songs in a row kind of about you know stand back the space between and we're going to keep the kind of social distance theme going with a song by the zombies called just out of reach
just out of reach by the zombies that is not on an album that was actually the b-side to a song called remember you from 1965 it also on when i look it was playing from the bunny lake is missing original motion picture soundtrack from 1965 compilation on spotify for me that's what that was playing from the auto preminger film bunny lake is missing I'm seeing that as well. What is that? Let's see who was in this. A British neo-noir psychological thriller. Hold on. The zombies appear in the movie in a television broadcast. I guess someone's watching TV in the, in the movie and they appear. I just think this is interesting that like before their big seminal album came out, they were on a movie soundtrack. Yeah. I mean, they And were, in a movie. They, well, they had big hits, as you might recall. Odyssey and Oracle was not a big hit. And really the, the main commercial success from their career was from songs like Tell Her No and She's Not There before that, when they were more traditionally British invasion-y sounding, almost garage band sounding, which this song is. Like this Very song would not that, fit yeah. into Odyssey and Oracle. This fits yeah. more just your kind of classic 60s. Uh, yeah, it says, yeah, this is very much uh, that. Okay, yeah. I mean, they really, they evolved quite a bit. I thought it was a, a a fun little song. I enjoyed it. It's very, yeah, it's super short. It feels like a song that could wind up in like a Tarantino film or something that you've never heard yeah. before, but it evokes all the right mood and era specific things that you need it to. Okay, so we are going to, that's the, that's was kind of our trifecta of social distancing songs. We will move out of that into something a little more general. This was maybe the most on the nose song that I could think of, but I couldn't pass it up just because it describes, I mean, maybe we're not at this point yet, but it kind of feels this way internally. Uh, and we're going to listen to the song Hysteria by Jeff Leppard. <laughs>
That was Hysteria by Def Leppard off of their 1987 album of the same name. That album, of course, being a huge, huge success. And that was a single off the album, and it went to number 10 on the charts. And they played that. It was the first song they played at the uh, induction ceremony for their set. And I remember thinking, odd choice. Yeah, it's such a slog it's nearly a ballad i don't know i'm like i think i that is certainly not (laughs) the first time i've heard that song i i wouldn't be upset if i never heard it again like i don't an unremarkable radio hit not uh, yeah but i do want to share with you because i was like oh hmm, who else has been watching this video lately (laughs) because we watched the video and, you know, someone two weeks ago with this coronavirus, everyone over here in mass hysteria, LMAO, perfect song for this time right now. And then <laughs> right underneath that from four months ago, I'm sorry, I just must share this with you. A man named Luigi Cornelis writes, this goes for today's generation. Please allow us to introduce ourselves. We're the classic rock generation, the youth that existed during the most incredible times that humanity has ever experienced. It was a magical era that gave us the most incredible music on history, on history, true talents, (laughs) pure geniuses, all caps, gods of rock and roll. They created unforgettable music, forged impossible compositions filled up with inspirational and profound lyrics. When we listen to songs like this, the adrenaline rushes through our veins like rocket fuel, making us feel invincible. But some of their beautiful music can also break our souls in pieces of nostalgia and feelings we cannot comprehend, making us want to go back in time just to live that era once again. There is so much more. There's there's a few more paragraphs i have some thoughts on this which yeah. is that one this isn't really the classic rock era anymore this is 1987 yeah. you blew it <laughs> that's not the classic rock era and the idea that this song has inspirational and profound lyrics yeah. is, that's hysterical I, that <laughs> that gives me hysteria the wildest oh, people on earth you're gonna find in the youtube comments just writing a missive to no one like dear kids who right, are right yeah 288 likes on that and 42 yeah. replies and uh, i'm sure all the replies are like you said it brother i'm sure of it awesome comment you nailed them. it that's the first one yeah and then someone said okay boomer which is what you need to say yeah there you go well done speechless jesus christ okay anyway yeah, the the we watched the video for this, and it's kind of funny because it's like Def Leppard buttoning up a little bit, <laughs> like in comparison to the Pour Some Sugar on Me video, which is you know like yeah. no sleeves and they're sweaty and they're rock gods. For this song, some are wearing vests. Joe Elliott's wearing like a sports coat. They're a little buttoned yeah. up because it's a little little more serious of a song. It's not a strip club song. I thought it was telling us a story in the beginning because there is two people in a car going down a road for a think, long time. Yeah, you think this could be the beginning I of I thought it was going to be like, okay, he's into this girl and she's maybe dating an older guy. I can tell from the back of their heads. And yeah. then I'm like, man, nobody was getting on-camera talent pay for that. <laughs> 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 these, these are, at these one are point, extras. there's 30 dancers cir- like waltzing-ish in a circle around the stage. There's it, no real narrative thread. Uh, in this video it's kind of all over the place and you know what i expected more from def leppard (laughs) 
<laughs> they really like it's also the period of music video when people were just trying new tricks you know they were like wow if we point our camera at the sky and just spin <laughs> that's <laughs> something have people seen that yet yeah <laughs> and the answer was no mm-hmm. we were like oh cool so yeah hysteria feels like obviously an appropriate song we're not the only one based on the youtube comments to think that no with the quarantine and the and the virus and everything one of the major results is that things have been shutting down there's no more public gatherings if only we could find the cure you can't go to so many different places everything has kind of shut down so let's listen to a song called grinding halt by the cure That was Grinding Halt from The Cure. That's off their debut, 1979's Three Imaginary Boys. That is also included on the American version of that album, which is called Boys Don't Cry, which was released the next year. Grinding Halt, maybe so far the most relevant or what feels the most. That that really feels correct. Yeah. 
and the lyrics go with it it's not like stand back where it's like about a guy but we're like it's about standing back too this is like this is like no food no people no cars (laughs) everything's gonna be a grinding halt which is all pretty much true yeah i'm like oh wow that's a pretty good one and there is also you had pointed out to me while we were listening that there you thought there was a video there is a live version of this that you can find on youtube What's great about that is it's pre makeup and hair Robert Smith. So you can you see him, he just has short hair and no makeup and he's just a guy. I liked that song. It was fun. It was very reminded me of like the type of music that I used to listen to when I was first getting into punk music and that kind of like a short, angry song. Angular. <laughs> And it had a, a groove to it. I never liked anything that was too aggressive. Mm-hmm. Or too sad, you know. No, no, right. no. This is, this is very like <laughs> yeah, up, up and down kind of music. Upbeat pogo music. And I liked it, even given the subject matter and mm-hmm. the times that we are in. It's also, you know, interesting because it's such a short song. And I feel like The Cure, they don't, like they write pretty they can write such, you know, bite-sized pop songs and stuff, but you don't think of them as like a short song band necessarily. Yeah, especially if you think of like their pivotal album being Disintegration, you think of long, sweeping, you know, the beginning of the song Pictures of You on the album track is just them like kind of doing the chords over and over before they really get into it, you know. But this, the kind of Boys Don't Cry era, it is shorter songs that kind of sound like this, that have like a a buzzcocks energy to it. Yeah. So if things have come to a grinding halt, now everybody is at home, supposed to stay at home. It's not particularly communal, you might say. Come on. Yo, uh, say that you get so lonely. (laughs) You might say that, you know, it's getting lonesome. So let's listen to I Get Lonely by Janet Jackson.
That was I Get Lonely from Janet Jackson's 1997 album, The Velvet Rope. It was released as a single, went to number three, was her 18th consecutive top 10 single, which put her up in the echelon with only uh, Elvis and the Beatles. A certified bop. I love that song. That song is great. Uh, We watched the video and you stand for the video too. I love that video. I mean, it's a great video. The dancing in it is really, really good. That's some, I, t- some Tina Landon? That is Tina Landon. I'm, I remember the choreography from that video being a thing that my friends and I tried to learn. It is a good video. I mean, it doesn't say much. It's like her in a car. She's clearly leaving. She's got a suitcase. It's raining. We go inside the suitcase. They're in an airplane hangar. Everybody's wearing fedoras and then they rip open their shirts and everyone's got incredible racks (laughs) yeah i i remember this song (laughs) from being you know 10 years old and this this certainly uh awakened you know yeah i don't know if it awakened some things but it only caught my attention yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and a great song kind of uh what what they considered at the time to be a little bit of a departure for janet a little bit in that it was more soulful it was very r&b very very r&b the song is great and the title fits with the theme but the the content do not Mm -mm. well we have one song remaining who's our final almost done here Kristen. and as you know I, if I can, if I can do it, I will try to end these on somewhat of an uplifting note. Okay, I'm trying to remember who our final band is. So, I know I named them all at the beginning. An uplifting note or an optimistic note. Let's listen to the song Optimistic by Radiohead.
that was Optimistic from the album Kid A from Radiohead. That was their fourth album from the year 2000. And uh, you'll hear at the end the song, if you're familiar with that album, that song does transition very nicely into the song In Limbo, which would also fit the theme. But I don't really feel like dropping in two songs and having like an eight minute, you know, whatever. Radiohead jam? Yeah, optimistic. There's both optimistic and kind of uh, sarcastic things going on. Yeah, you know... The Paeons of Optimism, <laughs> Radiohead, Absolute. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you Always know, here to put a smile on anyone's face. I should point out Tom York. that uh, who's being optimistic is Ed O'Brien, one of the guitarists from Radiohead, one of the guys yeah, who he, showed up. He's the one the, who said the nice thing. He and Phil Sowa, yeah, both said some nice things. But Ed, Ed O'Brien in particular did say some he said nice the, things. He said the most nice thing. He's feeling optimistic because he's feeling better having had coronavirus. Well, well, well. And he didn't get tested because he felt like the test should be reserved for the more vulnerable people in society but he's pretty confident he had it but he says he's feeling better so that's good and uh our thoughts are with brian yeah a lot of a lot of people getting it a lot of people having it a lot of people not knowing if they have it Mm -hmm. it's hard to stay optimistic although you know it, it does seem that maybe if you get it and it goes away then you can't get it again we'll see that's the thing is when you have people who've recovered from it then they're immune you know they obviously they can't get it so. again they're not sure oh boy well yeah <laughs> optimistic <laughs> they are not optimistic. sure it's optimistic i really do hope that that is for sure and i can't wait until one day there's an antibody test so then i'll be able to tell if i had it and who's had it and all that yep. stuff for sure uh, but today I feel great, and Ed O'Brien feels great. Hopefully, Joe, do you feel great? I feel fine. Yeah, I, I feel good, and have felt good, and very feel very feel fortunate, good? very lucky. Yeah, it's like I feel good in COVID-adjusted terms. Okay. Yeah, I feel good in the sense that I feel healthy, yeah. and I'm I'm very uh, grateful for that. Same. Hey, me too. Well, I'm grateful that, that we're still doing this podcast yeah. too. And it's a fun new thing for us, this format, but I'm, I'm enjoying it. We've gotten some nice feedback, so we thank you. If you have any feedback you would like to share with us, you can, of course, find us on Twitter at RockHallPod or on Instagram, same handle, or you can email us RockHallPod at gmail.com. If you want Kristen to see that, please uh, designate that somewhere in there, because otherwise, yeah, how are we going to know? Who's to um, say? Yeah, and you can follow me at Joe K. Joe K. on Twitter, at Joe Qua on Instagram, and case that across all platforms for Kristen. That's me. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, rate and review us five stars only. If you're leaving a review because of this episode, oh. why don't you say, say optimistic? Yeah, how about why, that? Why don't you go ahead and put optimistic in your review so we know that you listen to this episode. Thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo, Yusuke Kim for the music. Thank you to Joey Devine for the equipment. Thank you to our respective roommates for yeah, dealing Ramona with us. Chernick. Ramona Chernick, Sean Keen, and Chad Briggs. Thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. Next week will be 2018, which will... God, for, 
I might, I might not feel well next week. We'll see how it's going. You know, 2019 was gosh. a great year, but we're going backwards. Was such, this was a great one. I liked, I enjoyed listening to all those songs except Hysteria. <laughs> uh, yeah, not a bad, not a bad hit ratio. But we'll see how it goes next week with with 2018. Please tune in then. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stuttered. And who cares about the Rock Hall? It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.